And now, Touch My Bass Productions presents The Shootout with Bill Lynch. All right, welcome back. I'm the Survivor of Pain. This is The Shootout. <clears throat> you gotta forgive me, folks. All this damn problem out here losing my voice. <laughs> well, last week we had a great, great show with Caleb Stubal, and you know, I wanted to bring him right back immediately because we had a lot more stuff to talk about here. You know, you, I, I love how you open it up. You, know, you brought about a lot of good knowledge of wrestling from your childhood that brought into your drama in mm-hmm. high school and how that got you in to professional wrestling and everything. But now, you know, we ended it where it's, he was in the main event with Justin Chambers for the heavyweight championship of the world. Right. Okay? Now, what I want to ask you was, because I didn't quite understand where you were going with this because the bell had rung it was a split decision mm-hmm. you had one vote voted for you that you won the match the other person was a voted for Chambers and then the deciding factor unfortunately you know Chambers got the split decision yeah. he retained his title what was going through your mind when you came an inch close of one vote of becoming the heavyweight championship becoming champion in your rookie year uh I know you were trying to apologize to somebody about about your poor performance, man. You were getting emotional. Oh yeah, I, you were getting I mean, very emotional. I, I thought, I, I thought that. Uh, well, one, I was getting emotional was because I had just, you know, it was like I had been training for like six months. I think it had been uh, might have been even shorter. Might have been like four or five months, and. Uh, like I said, I, you know, I, I didn't really know much in my opinion, and I, I didn't feel as though I was ready for a main event spot like that. You know, like that was that was just kind of my um, view of things. But um, my trainers, uh, Christian Fury and uh, Night Stalker, um, they were they were very adamant about getting me uh, into the ring and stuff like that, which I had my first tag match. Uh, with the, I, ha- I had it with uh, uh, Redneck Ray. Yes, was my partner. Oh God, I'm and, sorry. Uh, <laughs> and um, um, the, the and we were going up against uh, Dead Reckoning, and uh, it, it, was, it was like an match. open challenge. Yeah, type I, I thing. remember that match. You know? And uh, I, I I thought it was absolutely horrible on my part, and like I remember like I remember like I took the finishing move. And I, I'm, I'm like, you know, going to the back, I'm like, God, that sucked, man. I'm so sorry. I sucked uh, so bad. And he he was like, no, that was actually pretty good for your first time. And yeah, stuff first like time that. now, man. I, was... um, I know that I, I had a lot of people saying that, like, they're like man, you're, you're really intense in the ring or, or something like that. Because um, I remember uh, I, I hit – Fury with a clothesline, or maybe it was Night Stalker. I can't remember which one, but I, I hit them with a clothesline, and I, just, I, I like went to the crowd. And I was like, "Come on!" <laughs> and uh, uh, it, it got kind of a response. So, it uh, did, man. So People I guess, I guess it kind of worked. Um, but as far as like emotion in the uh, in the thirty minute Ironman match, I was just so happy and honored to have been a part and to have been chosen. For that, like out of all the people, you know, you could have chosen, you could have called, you know, um, Charlie Anarchy oh, or, God, or no. something, you know, to, to do that. But, Sorry. uh, but, uh, I'm sure you know. Charlie's good, but you know, no, no, there was no one on that day could have <laughs> it than you. I ain't trying to shoot on Charlie here, but you know, 
Well, yeah, yeah and, and I'm not trying to shoot on anybody either. I'm, I'm just saying, you know. Oh I no, thought, no, I know what you're saying. I, but. It, it was, it was really cool, and, and it was just really cool how all of the boys were coming uh, back to me and, and been like that. That was awesome, you know. And it was really cool to see uh, the, you know, the people that had trained me that were just like, dude, you know, well, that, no, we that was were, exactly how, how we taught. Everybody know? was proud of you. I was proud of you. I didn't get a chance to, you know, for some reason, the veterans in the NBA locker would not let me train the other rookies in fear I would hurt them because I've got PTSD, but that's another story. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and I hated the fact that I never got the chance to really get in the ring and go one-on-one myself because, you know, I, I saw a lot of talent in you. I was just like, I want to go over some submission movies with you. I want to see, you know, I, I want to test your heart. I want to see how far – you want to, you know, you know, take this thing, you know, but dude, I, I was proud of you. I, I was totally blown away. And in fact, the whole locker room, you know, the whole locker room in AWF, you know, and, and, and maybe for flatline or the promotions, a lot of us all don't agree on much. You're, you know, as I learned the hard way, many times I've been backstabbed by some of my closest friends in the wrestling ring. You're taught to take care of yourself. Oh yeah, you taught to only praise yourself. You got to be selfish in this business to get ahead, right? In in ways, I mean, and excuse my language, Go but ahead. in ways, you you kind of have to be an asshole yeah, at times, and and that's not necessarily a bad thing, you know. It's just, it's just it's just standing up for yourself. That's true, and stuff like that. You know, there, but, there are some guys though in this business that are just douchebags. Yeah, that's true, bro. <laughs> I'm that's not going to name them, but I mean, I'm first year the audience right now will listen. They know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, but. <laughs> Well, like we all agreed on one thing that nobody could not debate against. Nobody could say anything against it. No one could say, "Well, no, nah, no, nah, dude, you need to look at this guy." I think this guy's better, dude. And that year, in the last ten years, we've seen a lot of guys come into the F and start training with. Or I should say, since uh, two thousand eight, two thousand nine, we got a lot of kids coming in and starting to learn. <laughs> nobody did not outshine Caleb Stuball. You know, I mean, you were, dude, you were phenomenal, man. Well, I mean, that's awesome. And uh, I mean, like, I've always taken it, the mentality of, uh, you know, uh, basically the game, you know, you, you, you want to become a student of the game. And, uh, you know, it, it, it pisses me off a lot of times when like people will just, you know, go to events and like not do anything, but want to be a part of the show. And it's just like, you haven't done anything worthy enough to like, yeah be a part of this you haven't you know you haven't paid your dues i mean i'm not saying i paid my dues i've still got like you know a long way to go but you know there there are people there that would show up and would like be afraid to do stuff you know and know. it's just like it's like that's you know that's not only disrespectful to the guys that are taking the time you know or taking time out of their schedule to show you how to do stuff but also, you know, that was kind of disrespectful to me, I thought. You know, it's just like, I'm out here, I'm, you know, busting my ass out here. And it's like, you know, if you can't do the same, get out. <laughs> well, I want, this is my viewpoint. I, and I argue this with, with Don and Jay all the time. And we can't put the heart in you. You know, it's like, exactly. okay, you, you show up, it. if you can't take a backbone, if you can't take a suplex, okay, kid, maybe this is just not for you. Because I can't make you do this thing. You either want it or you don't. You either have the heart for this or you don't. But just be honest with me. You know, yeah. don't make me, you know, take time away from my family and my kids. And, you know, I'm here, you know, for free, I might add, trying to help you. Exactly. And you're disrespecting me. If you don't want to be here, man, then, then, then you just need to go ahead and leave. Exactly. You know? And I knew that these guys, you know, 
you know, weren't getting paid anything extra to do this. No. They were they were simply doing oh, no, it to it help wasn't. to help them and yeah. to you know because I guess uh, like you said, they just saw something in me that that they felt um, that they could you know give up some of their time to help me and um, and develop um, what would become Caleb Stovall the wrestler. You know, there are a lot of guys in the wrestling world over the past decades. You know, like I'm, I'm gonna say some names here, like 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 Luthez, okay, Vergania, Tully Blanchard, legends, legends, you know, legends. Like I'm even gonna say Bret Hart, you know, Owen Hart, oh, absolutely. You know, and, and the reason why I'm saying their names, okay, they saw something in those guys to use just their name. That's all they needed. Their talent spoke for everything else. You right. know what I'm saying. And it's the same thing with you. We didn't have to come up with a name like Night Stalker or Christian Fury. I'm not knocking him down. I'm just making an example. Right. You know, but you got to be Caleb Stovall. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't have to come up with a, with a character or name because you got that ring. And we're just like, no, we don't got to come up. We don't need to paint this guy's face and call him Sting or Robo <laughs> or Animal. Or we don't need to put him in a hula and, and put an apple in his mouth and go out there and just start dancing and everything. Or put, oh, a heart, put a heart put <laughs> put a a heart, heart tattoo in your arm and you know, call yourself the broke back kid or something. I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't think that would get over. It no, might get over at the filling over. station. I mean, it might get over at the filling station. Yeah, right. <laughs> You'll be the icon there. The showstopper. <laughs> but anyway, but you got just to be Caleb Stuball. I think that's a compliment in itself. You know, when you had to, you know, when I know when Christopher was talking my opinion about it and, and, and like, you know, we got to develop a character here and everything. And I'm like, let him be Caleb Stovall. Just let him be Caleb Stovall. I'm just like, even if the name even got a little bit of charisma into it. But see, you significant guys what this business desperately need. In my opinion, I, I hate seeing characters. I want to see wrestlers. You know right. what I'm saying? I want wrestling to be the entertainment. I want wrestling to be the show. And my God, dude, we all agree you had that with Caleb Stovall. You bought wrestling back to AWF, my friend. Well, I, I mean, that's like the ultimate compliment. So I thank you very much. For that and like I'm that's exactly you over. I'm just telling you like I see it, you know. I I mean that's that's exactly what I wanted to be. I didn't, you know, want to be a stage name. I, I'm not opposed to a stage name if someone told me I had to, you know, be a character. I, I'm not opposed to that. But as far as, you know, making it in this business, you know, I, I want my name to be synonymous with wrestling and stuff like that, not another name that I use. And stuff like that, because to me, you know, it's not, I'm I'm not really a character out there. I'm just, I'm doing what I love pretty much. And that's awesome. And, uh, and, and I just want to portray that. Now the character, you know, kind of comes from the intensity and stuff like that. I kind of put like, as far as, you know, character stuff into that and everything, of course, you know, people could you know, dress me up and say I'm Dean Ambrose because everybody does already. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Caleb Asylum, you know yeah, what I mean? <laughs> welcome to the Caleb Asylum. Let's challenge Brock Lesnar. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, you know, and, and I, I love Ambrose too, which makes it even worse. <laughs> so, um, but, uh, you know that, that that that's just who I wanted to be. I I, I just wanted to be myself, and I, I've I've always been told in this business, you know, the the best characters are the ones that you know are your personality turned up to you know a thousand pretty much. And uh, to me, the, 
the way I can turn myself up was just being myself out there, and, and that's just who I wanted to be. I just wanted to be Caleb Stovall. If if there was like a moniker that goes with it, then cool. But I still want to keep my name. Well, you know, you know, uh, remember the fallen had ended. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and we were, you know, we wanted to capitalize on that main event match. We wanted you to have a rematch where you once again either come in close or if not, do the unthinkable and win the AEW Heavyweight Championship. Right. Now, I'm gonna ask you. A question it might cause a little drama, but hey, this is my show, and I think the fans deserve to know the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, when we could not get a hold of Fury, he could not communicate with us. You know, and Adam was starting to crumble. We didn't know at the time he was trying to get the house because he didn't want to tell us at the time. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't do a show in January. We couldn't do a show in February. Finally, in March, he said, "Look, I'm trying to get a house, y'all. That's why I'm not doing them show. It's like, well, why wouldn't you tell us? Mm-hmm. You know, what were your thoughts? I mean, everybody was talking. Okay, half the people were talking smack up, half another other half. You know, I either knew about it or just didn't care what was going on. But kind of like between me and Christopher and CJ, and we were board directors along with Fury, he didn't tell us anything. What were your thoughts on that? I mean, uh, well, be honest, I mean, be honest. I mean, like, I didn't really know what was going on or anything like that. I didn't, um, you know, Chris had told me some stuff, but I, I didn't really know, you know, exactly what was going on. I just was like, well, you know, when they do a show um hopefully i'll be able to do it and stuff like that um i, I know that we did we did one show we after tried to aw we tried. or after uh remember the fallen uh, excuse me <clears throat> but uh we, we did one show and uh you know if, if anyone out there hears this it was not a good show. It was, <laughs> it was it, I mean, I think anyone that was there that night will tell you that it was, it was just a crap show. It was the worst show we but ever did. But one show, or uh, one show, one match, um, you know, that was all right, at least, you know, to me, was me and Chambers. And I'm not saying that because I was in it. I'm saying, though, you know, just from everything that I saw, we were at least the most active in our matches. You tried. And we didn't, and and we tried and we had originally had, uh, an idea to you for it to be a ladder match and that, uh, chambers, uh, or I was going to go up, get the belt, but the ref was going to be knocked down or something like that. Then chambers was going to come up behind me and, uh, you know, steal it away from me, basically take all the glory away from me and stuff like that. I was like, well, and that would put me over a super baby face. And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. And, um, yeah, I, I came up, I came up with that idea. I thought it would look so awesome where if you actually reached up, grabbed the belt, you had the belt, but the referee didn't see it. Take him a low blow as you, as mm-hmm. you're falling, he snatches the belt from you. When the referee comes to me and sees Tamers with the belt, he's going to think Tamers won and ring the freaking bell. That yeah. would have forced a third match between y'all. And that's when you would have got your, you know, championship. Yeah. But I- unfortunately, well, we, we could, never got we, could, we, we never got to uh, act that out, and and we we didn't even get to do uh, the ladder match idea because no, no. we had to change it because we didn't have a place to like you uh, know hang was, the belt or anything. Like it was that. horrible. It was horrible. It so was a we disaster. so we changed it to a submission match, yep. and I I think we did the best I or, or, I think we did the best that we could with that match. But I think even me and Chambers kind of had like the same thing of like, hey man, let's not go out there and kill each other. Let's just you know, go out there and do it. <laughs> there you go. So, um, 
So we did that, and I, like I said, I, I thought it was an okay match. Um, definitely not better than our one at oh, AWF no. or at Remember the Fallen. Um, and, and sometimes some matches are so phenomenal. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's hard to, to repeat it. And that's all about learning in the ring too. You know, you you, you <clears> learn <throat> from your mistakes. You never stop learning in your matches, and if you do, well, you know. Well, again, I got I got to say this. Like I said, I'm not trying to attack Fury. I just want to know your opinion. I mean, I apologize if you got a bit took offense to that. I mean, it's a miscommunication there. When he eventually mm-hmm. told us that, you know, a lot of people were upset. People were telling me to go down there and get my freaking ring back, and you know, and it was just it was a lot. A lot of I, politics was happening behind the stage. And I said, you know what? I, I, I'll rally though. There are more important things in my opinion than Rusty was friendship. If I took that ring, I don't know idea what kind of, uh, you know, what would happen to our friendship. Right. So at, at the same time, you know, AWF just stopped, you know. And my my family ended up in the hospital. Christopher, uncle, ended up in the hospital. We all know what happened to Fury's oh, father. Oh, yeah. My I, father, I know a lot of stuff I mean, was it was, it was horrible, and I, you know. And then... You know, my, my I know divorce, what that's like to lose My divorce father, was getting so. finalized. You know, like I said, I almost lost my father. My father had a stroke right before, right before uh, Jay's father did. Mother right. ended up being in a coma. You know, so I told Jay, I, did, I can't I can't do it. I can't wrestle. I can't be a part of it. I can't do anything. I said, you stress me out. You're not being honest with me. So I had to leave. Christopher left with me on his own accord to other personal issues. And Jay felt like he got left holding the ball. And all of a sudden, when his family went through a crisis, AWF just stopped. Yeah, and, and I mean that. I mean, you know, stuff happens. I well, guess. Well, I mean, the, the reason why I'm bringing this up, you know, the only reason why I'm bringing this up and everything. Now, you don't have a place to wrestle in AWF right at this point. Correct. Know, right. Or, or EWA shut down. Yeah. You know, EWA is not I know, there. I, now you went back doing production with Flatline, did you not? I did. I, I, I went to. Uh, I, I went back to doing lights for them, which I had never really stopped doing lights. Oh, um, and, and, and that's cool. Which was fun. I mean, I, I still, you know, it was still an opportunity. What they did have me do, um, that was also a little bit of fun. Was is uh, we did like. Uh, I don't know if anything was ever supposed to come out of this, but uh, I remember by fluke, uh, they were doing the Rapture storyline at the time. Oh, yeah. And uh, the they were doing this thing where Rapture was taking over Flatline that night. And so uh, James was you know, telling everyone where, uh, well, not James, but uh, David Yale was uh, telling everyone uh, where Rapture shirts and stuff like that. And I... <laughs> I had brought uh, my Sin is In, my Brandon Parker shirt that I bought from him. And uh, I was, uh, <laughs> I remember uh, doing this segment and uh, I was like, I was like, well, I have my uh, button up shirt out in the car. Y'all want me to go get that? They were like, uh, no, just, just wear the Rapture shirt, you know, since, <laughs> since we're doing the um, whole Rapture's taking over Flatline. So I, I was like, okay. So I interviewed CB Suave. Right. And um, CB CB Suave, uh, which he told me this before the interview, he's like, he's like, I'm gonna make him take both shirts off. I'm like, okay, I didn't know what what exactly was going to happen from that. So during the interview, he's like, he's like, he's like, man, I'm tired of seeing that Raptor stuff. Take that crap off. I, I pulled it off, and then I had Sin is in on there. He's like, Sin is in. Take that shirt off too. I was like, <laughs> I was like. Really? Come on, man. <laughs> and, and like, I was just playing, you know, along with it. So I took my shirt off and I was just standing there like this. The wow. guys are like, Chris and James are like laughing their ass off pretty much. And I'm like, 
Uh, and, and, you know, at the end of the thing, he's like, he's like, dude, man, I'm sorry. Like, 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 like you weren't too embarrassed by that. Where I was, I was like, no, no, I mean, this is kind of fun. And he was like, he was like, well, we might actually do like some Kevin Kelly, you know, uh, rock interview type oh, stuff okay. from back in the day. So I'm like, okay. So I started, I did that for like two or three months and then we just kind of stopped doing it. I just kind of, I just kind of stopped doing interviews without like, no explanation, but I didn't really think anything of it. I was just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Well, you know, at, at some point, you had to get the bug again. You had to get the itch again. You wanted yeah, to get back I in did, that Because I kind of lost it uh, in that time period. I, I was, know. I was starting to question um, if I really, like, wanted to do it and if I, you know, wanted to even pursue it. Because I, I, I told myself, I'm like... This isn't going to be a weekend thing for me. This isn't going to be something I just do every now and then. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it, you know, full and go, you know, balls to the walls with it, basically. And where did you go from there? I went uh, to Atlanta um, to WWA 4, uh, which is run by Mr. Hughes. It's actually the old WCW power plant from back in the day. It's, it's, Damn, it's, man, what was that like? Oh my God. Um, I can't even begin to describe the week that I had up there. It's the most amazing week, uh, I've ever had in my life. What, what uh, was the first day like? The first day I walked in there and, um, I had signed like a bunch of paperwork, you know, yeah. and stuff like that. But then, uh, I went in there and, um, you, you start off and, and you're like stretching and, and stuff like that. And, and they're like, you know, um, and, we're required to shake hands and everything like that. I was like, I was like, Oh yeah, I already knew that. So like I, I was uh, walking up <laughs> to everyone and they, they basically asked me, they said, do you have any experience? I said, I know how to bump and I do have experience, but in all respect to everything here, I'm just going to say, I don't really know anything. So I was just going to go, you know, fresh basically. Wrong with that. And, um, and I didn't really, I, and I told them, I was like, if y'all need me to show you that I know how to bump, um, I'll be happy to do that. Um, they never asked me that. Um, they, they just kind of, you know, allowed me to do it. And uh, the, the guy that I worked with the most up there uh, was A.R. Fox. Um, and that to me was mind blowing because, I, first of all, I didn't even know he was one of the trainers up there. Mm -hmm. I, and so. When I got there, uh, that's, uh, he, he, he spent a lot of time with me more than he did the, uh, other students. Uh, and I'm, I'm not saying that to brag or anything, but I'm saying, you know, like that, that, that's, you know, how it looked from my perspective was he was spending a lot of time with me. Um, I also, you know, got to meet Mr. Hughes, obviously, which, you know, that was <laughs> no laughing matter, right? Oh yeah. Oh God. <laughs> And he's old school. I mean, he is old school as hell. I mean, <laughs> like it, 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 like even the way that they were showing me, like how to do, you know, scoop slam. You know, I was taught one way at AWF, and I'm, I'm not saying that their way is wrong. I'm saying, but you know, he he told me like you know how to post up here and stuff like that, and like uh, the way that they did an arm drag was a little bit different. And I kind of was just like, wait a minute, I kind of actually like this way a little bit better. I mean, like it, it, it was um, a little bit safer, I guess, in ways. And um, man, it was just so much fun. They had four rings set up. One of them was a WWE size ring, it was a twenty by twenty. Outstanding. And uh, uh, man, it's just 
amazing up there. Just absolutely incredible. And I got to work with, uh, uh, it's the first time I ever wrestled a girl, which was <laughs> interesting because I had never done that before. I, I, I just said, I, I, I did, you know, I, I had never done that. And, uh, yeah, that, that was interesting because at one point I thought, I thought I'm being too stiff with her. Holy crap. I got it. It's like, <laughs> I'm not trying to kill. I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry. <laughs> Did you get no Burtley's? No, oh. I, I, I didn't, I didn't get that. <laughs> we didn't go that far. I was already like trying to avoid her. Cause I was like, I'm well, sorry. Describe her for C. Was she a tough broad? Was she big bone, big bone, little bone? Was she, like, was she an awesome Kong or was she a church stratus? We'll go with Velvet was she, Sky. Was, was she, was she, was she, was she uh, <laughs> Mrs. Starlight or, 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 or uh, Mary Jane? Or <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, not, not Missy Scarlet. No, but uh, I'd, say, I'd say more Velvet Sky, Velvet honestly. Velvet Sky, wow. There was a girl, though, there that so I, she's you pretty know. Tough, uh, well, yeah, that girl was pretty tough. There was also another, there, there were like a couple of other girls there. One of them <laughs> looked like, uh, looked like John Cena, but with. Really? Like, like she was just that big. Wow. So it was, it was great. You sure it wasn't Cena dressed up? Cena? No, it definitely wasn't <laughs> Cena. <laughs> Anyways, that was fun, dude. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, 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 it made me, uh, get that itch backing in because I was like, well, you know, obviously if I can't make it a week up here, well, then obviously I don't want to do this. So, um, you know, after that week was done, Basically, my whole goal is to get back up there, um, continue training, and get on their shows. Because they have a show every Thursday. Really? It's up on YouTube. Yeah, it's on WWA4. Uh, well, uh, on YouTube. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. I had to think for a second. Yeah, it's, uh, it, it's on YouTube, and you can watch like all of their matches from uh, that show. And they have one every Thursday night. Yeah. Um, the crowd's free to get in. So... Um, uh, when I, I went up there for a show, obviously, um, that week that I was up there, I wasn't a part of the show, um, because Hughes has to approve you for that. Like, like you have to be, um, ready in Hughes eyes. And the only way that you're uh, ready is if you have a five minute match in front of Hughes, um, you know, just like one day at training basically. Right. So, right. um, so I, I got to view their show. Um, that was fun. Obviously, I got to see how they do promos. And uh, Hughes is probably the most imitated guy at WWA4 because he's so uh, uh, awesome to Im um, imitate because he has one line that he has to say every time. And we all make this joke that he screws it up every single time. It's like, it's like, Hello, folks. Total Protection, Mr. Hughes, back with you tonight. Your main event live at WWA4. But yeah, that was uh, how Hughes, you know, uh, just screws up like the same line every time, and everybody makes fun of him and stuff like that. But it, um, <laughs> but we, I, I remember um, it was a Wednesday, and uh, we were all sitting uh, in the twenty by twenty ring, which was the WWE ring, we were all just you know sitting there, and he's he's giving a lecture. I remember I had to like pinch myself because I was just like, oh my god, like I'm getting a lecture from the guy that's only been everywhere you know you could think of, uh -huh. and um, 
you know, it, it, it's, it, it was, it was just an amazing experience. One, I can't wait to, you know, continue to do and, and to continue to drive forward with it. Cause I, I truly believe that like, um, that that's one of my keys to success, I guess, in this business is by going to that school and just grinding out, um, all that I can. So that's where Caleb Stripball coach from here. You're trying to go for WWA four. Trying to go to WWA four, then trying to you know just after that get bookings anywhere I can. Go to uh, you know I'm I'll throw it out there right now. I'm you know I'm trying to go to WWE, especially when I saw AJ Styles you know show up in WWE. I'm such an AJ Styles mark that uh, that I was just like, yep, that's a sign that I need to go. <laughs> so um, I want to tell you this, brother. I'm going to give you a little bit of advice. Beware of ambition, dream, mm-hmm. squashers. Family, oh, yeah. friends, girlfriends, in most cases. I'm sad to say this. You know, A lot of guys at Russell and AWF had a lot of problems with, you know, either their families weren't going to support them, they were losing girlfriends, the guys were getting divorces, losing kids. I mean, they, they, we were all striving for that, you know, that dream, you know, the good American dream of doing something that you love to do more than anything that you're passionate about. Right. You know, and, 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 I, and, I, and I'm a victim of it, man. My advice to you, you're, you're young, you've got talent, you've got heart. You know, when it comes to that heart, don't ever lose it because you'll never get it back. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, like I said, I plan on it. And plus, I love uh, wrestling too much to suck at it. <laughs> well, basically. Um, go for it, brother. Go for the stars, man. Go for it, man. Don't, plus, I'm single, don't let so uh, I, I, don't have, uh, I don't have girlfriend problems right well, now. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest with you, bro. You never know where they're going to come from. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, I, I don't know where I'll be, you know, tomorrow even. So Just take it one know. day at a time, bro. Um, and best of luck to you, man. Thank you so much. And and like I said, you know, hopefully we'll do this again, and uh, and I'll I'll actually have more stories. In the I can't ring wait, for man. I'm, I'm, look, I'm <laughs> looking for forward to it, man. I'm having a good time doing this podcast, reminiscing a lot of good matches and good stories and everything. And I, hey, I appreciate it, man. It's, oh no problem, man. I appreciate it too. It's been an honor you've been on my show. You know, wow, I got a celebrity here. I got from WWA four been on my show. How about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't That's know about awesome. celebrity, <laughs> but <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll see. You know when the time comes. Just 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 do me one favor. What's that? When you're in about 10, 15, 20 years, twenty five years from now, mm-hmm. you're giving your acceptance for the Hall of Fame speech from the WWE. Oh, I'm gonna straight up I want tell you to remember that, like, this story. I started in Evanston Park and ate a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to Survivor of Pain, Bill Blanchard. Survivor of who? Yeah, I know. Like, Survivor of who? Every, every, everyone <laughs> there of like 10,000 people is just going to be, be who? <laughs> <laughs> who? Who's this guy? <laughs> but all we know, bro, I tell you, man, oh, yeah. I met a lot of good people in my time, and you're definitely one of them, man. It's well, thank you, man. It, it was an honor and a privilege to like work under, uh, you know, such great guys and, and stuff like that. I, I know everyone has, you know, had their problems and yes, stuff sir. like that, yes, but. Sir. As far as none of it ever rubbed off on me, none of it, good, you know, good, ever really kind of came into my direction. They good, all, good. you know, kept professional and just, and just, we all kept grinding uh, together pretty much. So, well, you know, I've done this a few, a few of my guests with show. I want to do it with you. I got my minute or two left on this show here. All I'm going to do, I'm going to ask you a few wrestlers' names. I want your first thoughts of them. Okay. The first thought pops in your mind. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? Chris Dickens. 
Damn. Everyone hates him. Everybody hates him. (laughs) (laughs) The guy everybody hates. (laughs) Masked Fury, Jake Arganis, although he didn't wear a mask. Oh, Christian Fury. Oh, yeah, Christian Fury. Great trainer. Great trainer. Outstanding. Night Stalker. Michael Sleep. Really agile in the ring for a guy his size and his age and learned a lot of stuff from him. Outstanding, outstanding. The Professor, David Yale, Caleb Kitchens. Um, A guy, I think, to just get, uh, to get me in this business, pretty much. Uh, the guy that opened up the door for me. The Fireman. Charisma through the roof. Oz Knight. Uh, agility for a guy his size. Amazing. Amazing worker, too. Justin Chambers. Amazing worker. Amazing champion. Amazing champion. Unbelievable. Survivor of pain. Awesome guy. Will rip your head off, though, if not careful. <laughs> Caleb, I had a blast, brother. I appreciate it, man. Thank you, and good luck to you, big man. Good All luck right. To you. you too, man. All right. Hey, this has been a shootout. Kobe next week. I've got a very, very, very special guest next week. I am fired up by having this guy on my show. I'm getting emails about this person. They want to know when's he coming to my show next week. I guarantee you, I'm getting James Houston. It's Survivor of Pain, and I'm out. <laughs>